0: It's Thursday, June 4th, and you're listening to The Daily Uprise. This is a grassroots effort from activists around the country to compile information about protests that have been happening in the wake of the police murder of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Our work is by no means comprehensive, and it's all being done on a voluntary basis. With that said, here's what went down yesterday, Wednesday, June 3rd. In Huntsville, Alabama, thousands of people gathered for a demonstration. As night fell, Huntsville police and state troopers attacked with tear gas and rubber bullets. Several people were injured, including a small child, who was tear-gassed. In Los Angeles, California, hundreds gathered to demand District Attorney Jackie Lacey resign. This was part of a weekly protest against Lacey by Black Lives Matter LA for refusing to prosecute killer cops. The mayor also announced Wednesday that the new city budget would have no increase for the police department in response to protesters' demands. There have now been seven days of demonstrations, at which thousands have been arrested. Police have used rubber bullets, tear gas, and flashbang grenades, and the California National Guard has maintained a presence. Wednesday was the fifth night of a citywide curfew. In Vallejo, California, it was confirmed today that police shot and killed an unarmed 22-year-old black man named Sean Monterosa early Tuesday morning after a night of protests and some scattered looting. Monterosa was kneeling down outside of a Walgreens and was shot multiple times by an officer sitting inside of a police vehicle. Vallejo police withheld information about the murder until Wednesday afternoon after 50 National Guardsmen were dispatched to the city. In Oakland, California, last night the anti-police terror project called for a sit-in, which thousands participated in. Afterwards, hundreds remained in violation of the curfew. Unlike previous nights, there was no police presence and no known property damage occurred. In San Francisco, California, over 10,000 rallied at Dolores Park and marched peacefully. Police arrested about 25 people, allegedly heading towards Mark Zuckerberg's house and dumping trash cans in the street. A local news reporter was also knocked to the ground after showing his press badge. In Denver, Colorado, a crowd of at least 5,000 people marched Wednesday night in defiance of a 9 p.m. curfew. Unlike the previous night, there were no arrests and police did not use force. In Washington, D.C., thousands of people gathered for the sixth consecutive night, the largest crowd so far. There are at least 2,800 National Guardsmen from various states currently deployed to D.C. In St. Petersburg, Florida, protesters have marched downtown all day and into the night every day since Sunday. Earlier this week, police fired tear gas, flashbang grenades, and other projectiles at them. Dozens have been arrested, and a Tampa Bay Times journalist was briefly detained on Tuesday night. In Atlanta, Georgia, hundreds of protesters lingered on the streets of downtown ahead of another 9 p.m. curfew. Police used armored vehicles to form a cordon at the state capitol, and as the curfew took effect, police and Georgia National Guardsmen moved in, firing tear gas. Six Atlanta police officers were also charged Tuesday after dramatic video showed them pulling two young people from a car and shooting them with tasers while they were stuck in traffic caused by the protests. In Indianapolis, Indiana, over a hundred were arrested over the weekend. State police have been deployed to several cities including Fort Wayne and Indianapolis, And the Indiana National Guard is on standby. The weekend's protests began peaceful but turned violent when Indianapolis police fired rubber bullets, tear gas, and pepper spray at protesters to get them to disperse. After midnight clashes with police turned more violent, Marion County remained under an 8 p.m. curfew. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, some 1,500 protesters marched over the weekend with 97 arrested. On Friday, a 21-year-old man was hit in the face with a tear gas canister and lost his eye. And a three-year-old child was tear-gassed inside of her mother's vehicle. When the child was brought out of the car to receive aid from bystanders, she was gassed again. There was some property damage overnight. Hundreds have marched most days since. In New Orleans, Louisiana, for the second straight evening, over 1,000 protesters took over a highway after a rally at City Hall. After taking a knee Tuesday night and praising protesters, The New Orleans Police Department fired tear gas against them for the first time since daily protests began last week. There were a handful of arrests. Local press coverage is highly critical of the police, emphasizing that protesters have been peaceful and nonviolent before they were attacked. In Bel Air, Maryland, a peaceful protest in downtown drew hundreds of participants and shut down the main street on Wednesday afternoon. In Bethesda, Maryland, residents of Bethesda, Glen Echo, and Cabin John gathered to make signs in support of Black Lives Matter. Earlier in the day, some residents were attacked while putting up signs in support of justice for George Floyd. In Silver Spring, Maryland, hundreds gathered at Norwood High School to share personal experiences of racial profiling. In Detroit, Michigan, hundreds returned to the streets, but the police chief decided to not enforce the curfew and police kept their distance. On this night, no arrests or violence was reported. In Kalamazoo, Michigan, following a night of violence and after calls from the community, The National Guard and state police left the city and the curfew was lifted. In Ferguson, Missouri, Ella Jones was elected as the city's first African-American and first woman mayor. In St. Louis, Missouri, four police officers were hit by gunfire Monday night as protests and riots continued into the late evening. On Wednesday, a large crowd turned out for a protest in the suburb of St. Charles to speak out against the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. In Taos, New Mexico, 300 people held an unpermitted die-in blocking off the city's main intersection for nine minutes, causing a mile and a half traffic blockage in every direction. Police arrived during the action as a show of force, but no arrests were made. In New York City, decentralized marches were held in defiance of an 8pm curfew in all five boroughs, and protesters were beaten by police in Manhattan's Union Square. Several hundred arrests were made, and one officer was shot in Brooklyn around midnight. Over the last five days, upwards of 20,000 people have taken to the streets across the five boroughs and have been met with drones, tear gas, long-range acoustic devices, and police in riot gear. Several corporate chain stores and high-end luxury stores have also been looted. In Albany, New York, hundreds marched in support of a couple who were pulled from their car, attacked, and arrested on Tuesday after stopping to film an arrest. The mayor has since dropped their charges, and there are now calls for the officers involved to be fired. Later into the night on Wednesday, 20 to 30 people held a busy intersection and dispersed on their own. In Cincinnati, Ohio, on Monday, hundreds gathered at the county courthouse, but minutes after the 8 p.m. curfew set in, 40 to 50 of them were arrested. A total of 119 were arrested throughout the night. The following day, hundreds gathered again at the courthouse, with most dispersing before the 8 p.m. curfew. Police said 17 were arrested that night. There were similar small protests in the Cincinnati suburbs of Westchester and Madeira. On Wednesday, protesters again met at the courthouse, joined by a group of hundreds of students from a separate march at the University of Cincinnati. In Philadelphia, daily protests of thousands of people have continued since the weekend, even with a 6 p.m. curfew in place since the 31st, and following the tear-gassing of thousands of people trapped on a bridge. The statue of former Mayor Frank Rizzo across from Philadelphia's City Hall was removed early this morning. Rizzo was a notoriously racist cop and mayor. In the late 80s and 90s, he was quoted as encouraging Philadelphians to quote, vote white. Organizers have been trying to get the statue removed for many years. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a Peaceful vigil was held in East Liberty at the Cathedral of Hope. No arrests were reported. There hasn't been a curfew for the last two nights, but a large march is happening as we speak. In Providence, Rhode Island, a curfew remained in place for much of the state after violence earlier this week. There weren't any demonstrations reported yesterday. In Nashville, Tennessee, the Metro Council held the longest public hearing on record at around 11 hours, with hundreds calling in and showing up demanding divestment from the police and investment in the community. In Houston, Texas, family members of George Floyd led a 60,000-person strong march. Later in the evening, police made arrests and used tear gas, flashbang grenades, and pepper spray against them. Police deny the use of tear gas and claim to have arrested 200 people, while those arrested say the numbers are much higher. In Austin, Texas, protests continued for the sixth straight day on Tuesday, outside police headquarters and the Texas state capitol. Two protesters, a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old, are in critical condition after being shot in the head with beanbag rounds fired by Austin police. In Salt Lake City, Utah, 2,000 marched and the curfew was lifted. Two men are facing five years in prison for allegedly participating in burning a police cruiser as thousands marched on Saturday. Members of the Utah National Guard are deployed in both Salt Lake City and Washington, D.C. In Richmond, Virginia, after days of protest, the mayor committed to creating a citizens' review board for police oversight, removing Confederate monuments, and ending the curfew. Virginia National Guard were present yesterday at a march of 200 people, with few arrests. In Seattle, Washington, the largest protest yet gathered at City Hall, where the mayor was booed off stage. The Washington National Guard has been present, but the curfew was lifted last night at 9 p.m. After midnight, the crowd thinned out, but protesters remained on the barricade line in Capitol Hill. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, thousands of people came out to three separate marches, including one that started at the Islamic Society of Milwaukee. As they had for the past week, the marches snaked all across the city for 12 hours, a standard practice for Milwaukee marches against police brutality since the deaths of Derek Williams in 2011 and Corey Stingley in 2012. Wednesday's march ended at the Milwaukee Police Department's 5th District, where it was met by hundreds of cops in riot gear as well as members of the Wisconsin National Guard. The gathering was dispersed when police moved in without warning at 3 a.m. this morning, causing a panic resulting in one man being run over by a car and dragged several feet. He is in the hospital now with a fractured pelvis and several broken ribs. The Daily Uprise is a collective effort from a bunch of different activists all across the United States. Thanks to everyone for helping out. The music was provided by Mark Gunnery.